Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. What is going on, everyone? How we doing? Welcome to Causing the Motherfucking Effect. You know who I am by this point. Scott Gazzoli, your host, trying to be the man with the most, all that good stuff. Uh, beautiful Monday morning here, September 21st. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, please, you know, like, subscribe, review, all that stuff. Um, they say you should mention that six times throughout the podcast. And it's like, are you, are you fucking shot? You want me to tell these people to, to subscribe six times? So I'm sure to say it once, maybe twice at the end, <laughs> but it really does do a lot for the uh, the numbers, thank you again for for just joining me and allowing me to share and serve a little bit of knowledge with you. We are going to talk about something I've been struggling with, I guess, and I think it's probably a lot of people are dealing with it. Um, it's We're going to title this episode, How to Get Comfortable Being Uncomfortable, and I've been uncomfortable... Um, for the last couple months, actually, so I was kind of zooming through the um, COVID pandemic. I, it was too easy, honestly, and then all of a sudden, July, August hit, and I've been on a little bit of a, I just feel uncomfortable, and I think it's it's really very closely related to embracing the change that I'm going through, particularly with this podcast and with um, doing stand-up comedy, and I think more or less for the stand-up comedy, this has become really seamless, and I feel comfortable uh, loving the feedback from everybody, just a little um, little community that we have going on on Instagram, it's really cool just to, you know, have people, um, you know, come up to me and say, oh, this really helped me, shout out to JP, shout out to little Mikey, um, you know, all, all, all these little dudes that are, that I'm helping out here, um, it means a lot, but I wanted to, to get real here, and I guess it, it, it is going to be on the mental health piece, but, um, you know, it's tough, and this is something I've dealt with, I think probably we all deal with it, I just, I love being comfortable, right, I love not having something to do, I love when I could be a little lazy, I could play my video games, or I could turn on Cobra Kai, you know, but I've been... I, I wanted to, to do a little bit of due diligence on this and understand why it's just it's so nice to feel comfortable and how and, and, and how you deal with the suck and how to embrace the suck and you know that's a little David Goggins saying but um so yeah so we're gonna talk about how to get comfortable being uncomfortable where it comes from the science behind it. Um, you know, I always like to give the, the, the science behind this. So it, you know, it's interesting. It, it, I found out through through my diligence here if you want to maximize your learning process and and be super efficient, you know, that highly optimized human being, shout out to Ryan, it's a great name, uh, you know, they say you need to make sure you're doing hard things 70% of the time. And this was said by um, an entrepreneur named Oran Hoffman. Uh, So I was on this kick, right? And you just... To, to relate it to the, the comedy, I've done like four to five shows and like every, you know, basically in in my old phase, I guess, that old Scott, you would have just kind of quit after the first or second time. Stand-up comedy for anybody who's never tried it, it is fucking ridiculously hard. 
it, it's it's the connection with the audience is the most is the most difficult thing. I did one show in Vegas that went terribly in person. I've been doing virtuals and they're getting better, but again, I don't think it's really the um, it's still gonna hit me when we start real shows in October. Um, so going through this uncomfortability of having to do these performances in front of people fucking just kind of wears on my soul because it takes I spent most of my time stressing about it um but with the research that I've been doing it's it's kind of like this is the right path to be on and, and I wanted to talk about for I think a lot of people are feeling uncomfortable with other real life situations I'm sitting here complaining about my comedy oh yeah I want to perform but like people are dealing with real stuff so I figured this could be useful for anybody so uh, they did a test. Scientists taught a group of monkeys to hit various targets for a reward of juice, right? Uh, and sometimes the odds of this particular target producing this sweet treat were fixed, right? So the monkeys consistently got a reward about 80% of the time. And this uh, was actually in the habit book I'm reading, which I found interesting. So sometimes the target was more unpredictable, right? So the frequency with which they gave this reward, um, and the amount of juice of those monkeys received, they started to vary. So the team of neuroscientists uh, then measured the monkey's brain activity while they played with these targets. So there was a clear pattern that emerged. If the monkeys could predict how often a target would pay off, those brain regions uh, that were connected with learning basically shut down. So when you can guess, well, let's say first, when monkeys couldn't guess what would happen, the learning centers light up. So, you know, this ties very closely with habit because once you get into that habit, that's why you end up feeling comfortable, right? If, you, if you're out of habit, if, you're, if you have uncertainty, it ends up being a different thing. So this all kind of makes sense to me. So once you've figured out the best way to, to figure out something in a given environment, there's learning techniques, there's approaches um, that you end up just kind of defaulting to. So if you find the faster route from your house to work or to the gym or do this routine, um... You know, it's actually you're better off being put in an uncertain situation because then these neurons will light up in your brain and give you an just a different type of um, type of thinking, right? So stability is actually the death of learning. So this kind of made me feel better because I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere, but it's just like, why do I gotta feel so goddamn sick to my stomach before this performance when I'm doing the you know the podcast numbers good? I you know worry so much, and again, this is something I have an issue with worrying about what people think. But uh, just very interesting stuff here. So, um, you know, in many areas of life, uh, we always want to continually improve and learn. That's something I'm, you know, uh, obsessed with, I would say. But it's very interesting that you have to kind of enter a, a volatile environment to enhance the tendency for your brain to absorb information. So um, I didn't realize how, you know, how directly correlated. And that's 70%. You have to feel uncomfortable 70% of the time to grow. And I guess if you just think about it, if you're feeling uncomfortable 70% of the time, the uncomfortability will become, you know, the uncomfortability will kind of become comfortability. So it is a little confusing. It is a little bit of a catch-22, but interesting stuff nonetheless, right? So uh, I wanted to give you a couple strategies um you know, you know, that could work and, and all this stuff. Because you, you have to be, what I've seen is my efficiency to kind of navigate through this change has went down. Um, and uh, I've tried to, I want to, under, I really want to understand how I could feel more comfortable. So I, I'm going to walk you guys through what I'm trying to do. And I'm right on the first step here. So the first step is to accept 
that uncertainty is the reality of the day. Um, and this even more so today with just the world in general, with the election coming up. Again, we're in New York over here and causing the effect. But um, to first accept that uncertainty, you have to be able to possess that confidence and the personal power to navigate through the change. And I suck at this. Um, I don't know if... It, I, I just always... You get... I always kind of had to prove my confidence. So I really never believed in this fake it till you make it. And it's funny. I have a comedy coach, shout out to Jerry Corley, who always says that to me, he says, fake it till, not till you make it, till you are it, you know? But, but the main point, when you have a high sense of personal power, you believe that, uh, you could shape your outcomes. And I think for all of us, there's probably pieces where you feel confident, you have the power, but there's pieces that of your life that are weak. And it's funny that I've always wanted to go towards the stuff you're comfortable with. So whatever you're good at, just kind of jump on it. Now I'm trying to take the opposite approach. So where you have that low personal power, if you could cr- turn that into your strengths, then you're, you're eliminating your weaknesses. So it's really interesting stuff. Conscious people do recognize and accept that change is inevitable. I know that, um, you know, we're going to use our self-awareness. We do a ton of this, but it's been tough for me in this, um, Oh, I'm aware of all this shit, but how do I change it? But it's not about changing it, right? So I'm waiting for a change, and it's like, first you have to kind of accept it. So um, when we're we're feeling, uh, when we're experiencing these feelings of discomfort, you you gotta not run away. And this is what I've been doing with these shows. I used to basically ruin my week to get ready for this. I can't talk to anybody. Nobody could. I can't do anything. And instead of like. Instead of just going through the feelings of discomfort, I've just kind of jumped jumped into the show. Instead of worrying about it, doing doing, you have to do the work, right? Obviously, do the work to get the confidence, but in, you have to really embrace whatever comes up and acknowledge that this is going to be a human inter- reaction. The only way to make this feeling of uncomfortability become comfortable is by going through that process. So, the other piece that you know, if if you've listened before, um. You know, we heard Rachel talk about it. We heard Marina talk about it. There's a story. They do storytelling techniques. Um, it is it is really about the what you tell yourself. And notice that story that you tell yourself about a certain situation. And um, for me, I've just been overly critical on myself to a to an, an nth degree where people, I don't think anybody really realizes um, how overly critical it is. And I, I did this just by writing down how you feel after a bad situation. And it's really just a little too hard on myself. Obviously you want to be, you want, you want to be your own worst critic, but, uh, I think there's a point to it. Um, so that's something that I think we all could change too. Um, when we feel uncomfortable with this uncertainty, there's like ways to access different, they call them accelerators. So, some people like to be courageous. Some people like connection, motivation, compassion. Um, it's like a way to, to almost hijack that system. So for me, I've been trying the motivation. I, it's just been tough because I haven't been on top of my game so much that you know you just kind of you just kind of get get stuck. It's it's weird, but um, you know, and kind of embracing this suck has has helped. Being around like minded people um, is something that. I'm slowly seeing more and more digitally. There's a couple of my friends that I'm seeing the changes be made. Um, but when you have a support network talking about the experiences like on a podcast, um, it does make it feel better, right? When you know there's other people going through these. 
um, uncomfortable experiences. Um, so sharing it, I'm going to take myself up on this and talk to, to the people closest to me about it. Cause the problem that I have is like, I'm almost embarrassed of these things, you know? So it's a, uh, it's interesting. Um, the other thing is to give, you know, give yourself a pat on the back, uh, track your progress, recognize these improvements, something again. And it's funny, all these little pieces that I'm, as I do this podcast with you guys and I'm, you know, I have my notes, it's like, oh, these are things you used to do. I used to, you know, two months ago, I was tracking every little thing I did. Yeah. My little check checklist, but that, that works, man. Um, you know, cause you see it, you, you build it in front of you and, and, and writing something down is one of the most powerful tools to do it. And I think we know the most important thing is perseverance. We did an episode on that. It's a big thing. I have all these boards written up about it. You know, repetition is the mother of learning, right? The more you perform, the activity, the more confident you get. So I know it's rep stuff out, but it's, you just want to make, I want to, you know, uh, want to make it as, as comfortable for you guys going through this process. So you got to, you know, but right before, if you're if you're right in this moment of feeling discomfort, you gotta get yourself a clear head, get out of that negative thinking. You gotta, you know, I try to identify the source of where that discomfort is. It was very interesting when I was talking through my um, speech or my performance, whatever you want to call it, with my coach. He's like, "Why are you so nervous to 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 just do it?" Um, and there was just there's so much discomfort for me to speak up, and it, and it does come down to thinking you suck, worrying about people thinking. It's like who the fuck cares, right? Um, and do take an action is the, is the most important thing, um, you know, that, that, that we could do, you know, and just by taking that action or even visual visualizing, then taking action. That's a, that's actually a great idea. Visualizing a lot, um, is key as well. So there are risks to, you know, uh, I, I was on that other side of, of, I like to be comfortable. I really did. Um, up till a couple of years ago. You know, avoiding, and this one, I just wrote down a couple notes here of my feelings about this uh, for those people who were saying, oh, I like being comfortable. It's not a bad thing, you know, but um, with the comfortability, you tend to see a lot of control in those people, right? Because that, that's the way that they're maintaining predictability. That's how you're going to stay safe in your life. But if you create this um, pattern of avoidance, of pain, of change, you're going to become more and more comfortable and predictable and intolerant of those things that are different. So, you know, we see this with the election. We see this in politics today. We're seeing it in race. It's scary. Um, Avoiding that uncomfortability could really encourage that stubbornness to change. So without change, you know, we're not going to learn. We're not going to grow. You're going to become stagnant. Um, and intolerance, this is something I, I, you know, I guess you looked it up. Intolerance does lead to entitlement. So entitlement is this belief in, uh, having rights to something, you know, that people have done nothing to earn. Uh, and that was scary to me. I was like, Ooh, I felt that a little bit while I was growing up, you know, getting everything handed to you. Um, so just trying to get out of that. If you're somebody who's, I deserve I deserve this. I deserve that. I want to be owed this comfort. Uh, you got to get out of that. So there's a couple ways that we could do it. You know, I'm saying just more fun ways to, to do with that. I, I found for you guys traveling abroad, um, learning about these, you know, you go to variable places, you're going to inevitably learn 
starting a new project, taking on a new thing. It doesn't don't listen to me in these my nutty comedy stuff. Do a you know martial arts. Do a instrument was great for me. Uh, I played drums. You know, I think figuring out what you want to do, like that purpose, is the um, is a good thing. And then having conversations with people that you may disagree with, I think could be something interesting. I'm trying to not so much disagree with people more, but just have more of a, uh, what would the word be? More of real conversation. Instead of just yesing somebody, I used to do this to, to be liked, right? You, you just kind of agree with somebody, even if you don't feel that way. And that's something I've been doing, just kind of pushing back. And you'd be surprised. Like people are not going to fight with you, especially if you show them respect and all that stuff. But, um, you know, I know this does talk probably too much to stay. You know what? No, it doesn't. We'll do another episode uh, next week. I want to do uh, a stage fright one because I hopefully I could help. If anybody does have stage fright, message me because I'm dealing with that now. Um, even calling, that's actually not a good thing for anybody listening. But um, yeah, next week I'll do kind of a step-by-step one on stage fright, how to overcome that. Because uh, I think it could be useful, and I'm kind of literally step by step moving through this process now. And um, that first show in New York will be in October, so we got, we got nine, ten days left here. So we'll cut it here. I hope you know this helped. Um, email me, causing the effect podcast at gmail dot com. Second time to mention it. Please leave a review, leave a like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Really appreciate um, you guys. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Um, as always, stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.